there's no time to waste here, Coos. We got a lot, a lot to talk about. It's been, I think, about around, I think, two weeks to the day since our last episode. And we had a lot that has been dropped since then. We already previewed the seventh inning, but now we're going to review the seventh inning cards. We got running back cards. We got September monthly uh, awards. We got the new October dailies. I, at the postseason event, there's a lot to cover today in today's episode. So this is definitely a must-listen episode to get all of our opinions on these cards and see where these cards fit on your team today. Cooks, you ready for all this? We have a lot. I'm gonna try my best, man. There's a lot to <laughs> a lot to think about. There is a lot to think about, and. I, I rather start with just the seventh inning since that's where we left off and we got Hank. We were, we, we were on the fence. Like, are we getting, well, we kind of knew that it, it was Hank or bus and we got Hank and then we got Spencer Torkelson future star card. And then we already talked about the Tony Gwynn signature series card on last episode, but we got all three. And to be uh, did once they revealed, I, I I want to question this. Once they revealed Spencer Torkelson's attributes, did that make you at least think that you're not going Hank for a middle sinker, or it's it was just Hank and Bus? Pretty much, Hank is easily the choice. But I thought they made it a little bit difficult with the decision just by how stacked that Spencer card was. Uh, no, not really for me. Uh, okay. I, the Torkelson card looks great, but. It's it's Hank Aaron. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Hank Aaron, and they, you, you can say they kind of did him dirty by not giving him max power against both sides as a guy who's in the seven hundred home run club. Um, mm -hmm. But that's that's not nearly as bad as how you know they did like Pedro or a guy like that. You know, so um, the fact that Hank Aaron had the diamond fielding because I think I talked about that on the previous podcast where I was saying with Tony Gwynn. Uh, being a boss here, are they going to, you know, do anything bad to Hank's defense? And they didn't. They gave him the diamond fielding. They gave him the speed. They gave him the hitting. So at that point, there was really just no no debate for me. I used Spencer a couple times. I used Tony a couple times. Nothing wrong mm -hmm. with those cards. But, I mean, it's this is, this is Hank Aaron. It's, it's Hank we've Aaron, been waiting yeah. for this guy for years. Yeah. And and I, I, I with you, I thought he would have 125-plus, especially this guy being the – the home run king for MLB the show. Not saying he's the home run king of general. I mean, just that's that's the guy. Um, yeah. So we we did get that. I played with Hank. I I loved Hank. I actually really liked using Tony Gwynn. I always loved liked his swing, and I, he had a little surprise pop to him, which caught me off surprise. I I don't know. There's something. I think he plays above his attributes that that we normally see we always always see the contact i don't know it, he did me well um i haven't played with torquison yet though it reminded me and i think tips even brought this up in the stream remind me of like the vlad card but primary for their base yes um, yeah, it's so. similar the contact i think on vlad is a little higher but overall it's the same it's a very similar type of card yeah so where are we at right now we we, we it dropped last week pretty much last week's september with the seventh inning program being the way it is how do you think it lives up to where we are in the game cycle? Um, it's 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 good. Uh, I still don't understand the Tony Gwynn pick. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Tony Gwynn's a cool card, but in September, going up against a guy like Hank Aaron, I, I don't see how he fits into that decision on who to take first. Uh, but overall, as far as attributes go and the quality of the cards, I think it's good. Still, it's somehow still underwhelming, though. We we still have to get the big three. Like, I'm I'm wondering if maybe the next program or the program after is going to be like Trout, Griffey, and Mays or something because we're we're waiting for these big guys. And you know how I feel about the programs with, you know, they're kind of the highlight piece of content for a month in mm -hmm. the game. I just don't feel like they've been as exciting this year. And and I'm not saying not all the cards have been bad because that's not true. Hank Aaron is good. Matt Kemp from the last one was good. You know, there's been plenty of cards that are really, really nice. It's just, I don't know. There's not, there's not a lot of excitement around inning programs this year, which is a little unfortunate. Is it because you know, a definite winner, like out of, out of group right away? No, I don't think it's I don't think it's that because we all thought Pedro was the guy to take on the last program and that really didn't end up being the case. You could argue that 
George Brett was a better pick than Pedro because mm -hmm. of that 102 hits per nine. So I, I don't think it's that. There's been some decent choices when it comes to, to you know, inning bosses this year. It's just the, the excitement is, okay. I think, a little lacking. Now, I'm thinking next inning program might be the finest, though. Oh, you think they're going to do three finest in the program? That'd be cool. I think it, they did that in 19. Yeah, they, we did it in 19. It was DeGrom, Acuna, and DJ. Yep. Um, and I, I I love, I mean, I wasn't big on DJ, but the other two I loved. Um, I'm big on Acuna cars. I love Acuna cars. But that's here I thought. Yeah, so I'm thinking that could be the next. Have we, do, do you think we lived up to like a program that we had like last year where we had like the, was it the Mo Poppy and Walker yet? No, not even not, not close, even right? generally close. Yeah, okay. I'm on the same boat. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I mean, we still got at least three to four more. Well, three more programs. We'll say with new cars and the if they do the same route as they've done in the past years, with the 11th being pretty much a running back um, program with all the pro any programs that we had. And speaking of running back, good transition right there. Um, I know it, it, we got a lot of new cards. And I we didn't see it coming being having a running back program. We didn't have that last year. Um, last year we just pretty much you did conquest showdown, you repeat it, and you get a certain uh, pack. And whatever the pack, I, it was in tiers, right? It's still in tiers, I believe. Uh, I think it's just three random or five random picks, honestly. I think we're five random picks, and then you pick forever. But now we yeah. have a program where they gave us uh fernando no hitter card they gave us the matt carpenter po player month from july card and the future star card jared kanellick making his debut i thought that was pretty good addition um just to have the program itself uh while you're actually doing say either uh the showdown conquests and stuff like that um and then we got a whole bunch of different tier type of cards um they included uh 99 dom manley who actually for for Yankee fans, they should be actually happy. Eighty power both ways. He's not really the most typical power hitter, but it's decent for what he has and having ninety nine card. And then we got um, the Edwin flashback. We got a Suarez flashback. Even though that kind of became useless, we'll we'll get to that later. Um, who else? I, there's a whole bunch. I'm, I just a, don't know if that. Future stars, Kybert Ruiz, future future stars, oh, yes. Scooble. There was a flashback Nolan Severino. Uh, no, Nolan Gorman. Nolan Gorman. There we go. I knew yeah. we got one of the Nolans back. Yeah, one of the guys from last year. Um, we got a flashback Severino. We got a Jason Hayward. We got a Simmons. Uh, I think there's somebody. Oh, we got a, a, yeah, a c and a Milestone Houston Street yes, as well. Yes, a sinker. Yes. So his other card didn't have a sinker. So that. But uh, you're right about that, Mattingly. Like, Yankees fans should be happy that Mattingly got, like, that type of card this year. Mm -hmm. Also, I've used Mattingly, and uh, I've done better with Don Mattingly than I've done with Hank Aaron or, oh, wow. or anybody recently. Dude, Don Mattingly has been kind of insane for me offensively. I don't know. Some people actually really like the team of fitting from last year when he was in 98. Yeah. It's just because I think we already we had that Tommy that got released with it as well. So now a lot of people it was kind of shadowing. I think that was the same thing with the Fred McGriff from last year. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't used Manly personally, but off, off like I said, off off record and just off looking at the attributes, it looks pretty decent. But the going to the program that Mac, I love Matt Carpenter, uh, Carpenter cards, and my God, that card is just juicy to look at off stud off the page man yeah i thought it was really cool how they they added three cards that weren't necessarily run it back like when you think of run it back you think of either cards that never got their flashback version or cards that just never found a time for them to be released or, or whatever the case is um and having 99 Kelnick, 97 Fernando, and that 99 Carpenter just like mm -hmm. randomly just added into the program. Like, here you go. Go have fun with these cards, too. Like, I thought it was a great addition. It, you know, we some people look at the cards that they revealed on Twitter. You know, the cards that we already named, the Mattingly, the Ruiz, all those guys. Um, and they might think, ah, this program's whatever. I'm not even going to touch this. And then they see Kelnick and Fernando and Carpenter, and they're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this is not what I thought we were getting. So 
that was a really, really nice touch to the program, a really nice addition. So and hopefully you cards uh, to do like you're getting cards while you're unlocking those yes, yes. cards too, which is great. And also another thing with run it back, this is just an absolute gold mine for stubs. Like if anybody out there for from now on, if anybody out there is going to ask me, how do I make stubs? I'm going to say three words, run it back, do a showdown. It takes 10, 20 minutes. And every time you do a showdown, you sell the card that you get. Cause you get a pack every single time you finish a showdown and boom, you sell that card for, I don't know what they are now, 15, 20 K, something like that. You do three or four of those in an hour. Uh, you're making around 50 K probably when you're, when you're all said and done. And like, that's, pretty good especially for people who don't have the patience to sit there and grind the market like that's that's the move right there yeah uh, you couldn't say that that was it felt like the same thing from last year mm -hmm. or and, and you know they eventually got down to like 10k or less but that was like at least two months after i played um and then so we got the program we got juiced up tops now cards too from that i think that was the same week we got the mark Kanye card mm -hmm. um which I was very happy about. Um, we got the Shane Buys card, who was actually starting to. Yeah, we didn't even talk about when we uh, playoff starts. Since we we can get there towards the end. We have we'll so much there. to catch up on. <laughs> but yeah, he started today for the Rays. Um, we got what? Um, now we now I'm thinking about postseason. We got four games today. Yes, all four division oh, series. It was one of the best days. Um, and then we got the Quino tops now, and we got the Oscar Mercado uh, tops now. The Marcania just. I love using his cards. Once I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm going to use this. And you know what's funny? If you told me I had to pick between dailies, I'm going to transition here. Jim told me to Mark Kanye, I would choose Mark Kanye. Oh, yeah. Not even, it's not even a debate. Uh huh. Now, <laughs> well, no, you we... can go ahead with the dailies part. I, I... <laughs> well, okay. If we're talking about the brand new month of dailies for October, <laughs> you obviously, you got um, the evolution cards are. Wade Davis and Yadier Molina. Okay, so we're getting the the flashback silver or no, the flashback gold glove Yadi, who looks exactly the same as last year. Um, and then the Wade Davis, we've seen that card plenty of times. But actually, I, I'm a little bit more optimistic about Wade Davis this year because every year his card always looks so good on paper. He's got great hits per nine. He's got like sinker cutter mix. Like he he's got everything that you should need for a, a relief pitcher to be really good. But he just never seems to end up being that guy. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if people just don't find his delivery weird or what. I, I don't know what it is. But maybe this year with pinpoint and being able to actually locate pitches on the corners, which is something else we should probably talk about later on in this podcast, be the, the corners of the oh, strike yeah, zone. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I'm hoping that Wade Davis is going to be a little bit more effective this year. But anyway, those are just the evolution cards. Uh, the... If you didn't know, the actual big diamond daily uh, event or a daily moment reward this month is a signature Phillies version, Jim Tomey, mm -hmm. and somehow a 99 signature Jim Tomey is weaker than the 96 Team Affinity 2 Jim Tomey card. And the reason we're saying it's weaker, or at least I'm saying it's weaker, is because Jim Tomey is not going to be amazing against lefties, especially with all the other first basemen that you could use that are a little bit more balanced and have similar power numbers. You're not really going to use Jim Tomey very much against lefties. So a lot of people would probably use him off the bench against a righty. And the 96 from Team Affinity 2 is actually better against righties than the 99. But then you see the signature has third base as a secondary. So... That's like maybe the only thing the signature has is the secondary position, but I don't think anybody's going to start a guy like Jim Tomey at third base who's going to have basically common defense over there that's weaker against righties than the other 96 or the other Jim Tomey card that's in the game. It, it's just, it, I don't know, that card seems like it should be a lot better, no? No, I agree. Um, I thought it would be similar to what we saw last year. Um or at least just more balance um, on, I don't know. There was something that's, that was just off. And I I heard the community and everyone was doing the comparison. And I I don't know. What what goes, I don't know. It's it's a, something that you just can't, 
put your finger towards why why we would get this now when we had that 96 was very comparable we'll see i don't know yeah. maybe it's something they'll learn from and go from there um, look it, it it's daily moments it's not the end yeah. of the world if the card isn't that i good. barely do my daily moments anymore yeah it, it's lie. fine i'm just saying when you have if it just feels like there's not a huge point to release a yeah. signature Jim Tomey, if it's not going to be that much different or, or arguably worse than a lower overall version, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it, it's, um, well, we still got, now this is something I assume they're going to be going to every month until, what was it? Every month until probably February or March, whenever the show. So, these cards are only going to get better. I'm hoping. Uh, like I said, I barely do moment daily moments, or I just forget. I don't know that it's because the lack of the card, like the Jim Tomey, doesn't really jump off the table. Imagine we put like the Lou Gehrig there. I know he's a, the new World Series award, but imagine that time this time around. You know how many people will come back, even if they're not like consistently playing this game. They'll come back every day just to do that daily moment, and maybe something. Will d- dig them deeper into the mm-hmm. game. You know yeah, what I'm it's, saying? Like, <laughs> it's like when they when Taco Bell does the free taco when somebody steals, they hope that you go there and it's like, all right, I get a free taco. Ah, but you know, add a, add some nachos <laughs> and a Baja Blast on that. You exactly. Know? <laughs> like, and uh, we even forgot to about there. There is new rank season rewards. Um, and before we start this podcast, but um, I guess since we're due here, as well, that actually came out before the September monthly awards. But yeah, speaking of Jim Tony B in a Phillies uni, then we got a Billy Wagner in a Mets uni. Yeah, that was crazy. I, I was like, what? <laughs> they caught I, me off guard. Maybe it's just because the Mets don't really have that much flashback cards, which we really don't this year. Um, so maybe they just thought that. I don't know. Oh, man, I can't wait for Milestone Hank Aaron in a Mets jersey. Or I'm sorry, a Milestone Willie Mays in a Mets jersey That's this year. That's never going to happen. You know, what, <laughs> but, but, you know what might happen, though? Murphy hmm. in a Reds jersey this year. No way. There might. Uh, hey, no way, way they're going. We might get like a milestone six hundred. What he, he did? Yeah, six hundred home run. Ken Griffey. That you know what? Actually, I, I feel like that would make people upset. But at the same time, it, it would be a cool way to add some variety to Griffey. And plus, I would love. I love those um jerseys he wore back then with the red jerseys when they had the cutoff vests or either and um of the pinstripe white home jerseys either the red or black sleeves i actually had one of those jerseys that's why i really love them um i don't know i think it'd be kind of cool card art to look at too but that's yeah. me i know mariners fans like you better not you, you stop talking right now <laughs> you know what if we're doing that let's just redo pedro give him a mets card with better hits for nine he's eventually going to get a mets card down the line i think he had one good year with them it it might be like a veteran card but i believe he had one good year here i remember looking at this before the before the year and i'm looking at baseball reference now i think it was was it was his first year in 05 yeah we had 2.82 era he was 15 and 8 um his whip was 0.949 k per nine 8.6 but it won't be a slowly up there but his hits point nine was six point oh no yeah six point six where he had higher oh actually no i'm just trying trying to like compare the other years no it, it wouldn't be as best best year but i could see definitely him having like a, a mets uni eventually imagine he got a philly uni didn't he, uh, did he go did he uh relieve for the phillies at one point or no no uh, this only that game started Nah, nah, I don't remember. Not. It might have been in the playoffs. I'm thinking, yeah, it's probably in the playoffs. I'm thinking about maybe, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, we got um, Lou Gehrig and then uh, two New York cards with Lou Gehrig and then Billy Wagner for the new ranked seasons rewards. Both, I, uh, both before solid. we even before we even talk about Lou Gehrig, though, I just want to say I was playing ranked on I think Wednesday or Tuesday or something, and I'm playing this guy in ranked it's on uh was it on legend he was no it was on hall of fame because it was the new season but this guy's got the you know five-time flawless banner this guy has a top 50 emblem and i'm like oh this is great and you know he's got every every card in the book you know he's, he's got all the god squad players it's like the middle of the game i think i'm using a full tops 
Tops Now team or a Player of the Month team or something. In comes Billy Wagner. And I'm like, wait, the only Billy Wagner that people would possibly be using at this point in the year is this new one. So I click on him. And the guy I'm facing is one of one parallel three with Billy Wagner. And that means because his base card's at 122. So we get him to parallel three. He's got max hits per nine. Um, I faced him, Scuffy. I put up four before he got an out. Oh, so I don't know what it is because I didn't really think Billy Wagner early in the year, the 91 or or whatever that card was. I think Mm -hmm. it was a BR flawless at the beginning of the year. It was. I didn't think that card was very good. And then this one has, I think it's got the curveball. I think that's the difference. It's got the curveball this time around. I think the other one had a four seam slider change up or something. An ally. An ally, yeah. I don't know what it is with Billy Wagner this year. I have not liked using him or I haven't had trouble facing him either. For some reason, it feels like Billy Wagner is different this year. I don't know if it's the delivery. I don't know if it's the fact that some of the other lefties are actually like really good this year. So he's not as dominant as he used to be. I don't know, but I don't think Billy Wagner is as crazy this year. So, you know, Mm -hmm. for me, as if there was much of a debate, Lou Gehrig is absolutely the world series pick. Oh yeah. That Lou Gehrig card is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it looks like compared to previous years because I haven't, I haven't compared it, but I mean, 125, 123 contact, 125, 115 power with gold fielding at first as a like just a, a a stud lefty bat. Like this is an insane first baseman. And you know, we have Frank. Frank's basically got maxed hitting across all four major hitting attributes. But I, I don't know about you, or I, I don't know about some of the listeners here, but Frank's defense has never really mattered all that much in previous years' games. For some reason, Frank can't do anything at first base for me this year. I'm hitting very well with him, but he is not making plays for me over at first base. It feels like he can't even make routine plays. So if I can get Lou Gehrig in my lineup and he hits with comparable numbers to Frank, but actually makes plays at first and doesn't get terrible animations every single time, I may be looking at a new first baseman and I didn't think there was going to be many dudes to challenge Frank. So I'm I'm excited to try him. I haven't used either one yet, so I'm excited to try both of them. I love Lou Gehrig's swing. So in this game, so I he, he would easily be my first baseman for the rest of the year. Also, shout out to our boy Ochev working on the parallel five Lou Gehrig grind. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think he's at parallel four. Last time I looked, he's been waiting for this card for uh, probably since like July. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, nobody has parallel five yet, so he's probably <laughs> still on that grind. But he's doing it all in. I think he's doing it all in online play. I think he's like drafting until he gets him in BR. Um, That's I what think, I did with Lomo. <laughs> yep. So he's grinding. Shout out to Chev, man. Yeah. It's, it, I remember he, he's been wanting this card for like the beginning of the year. That's how much he loves uh, using him last year. And I think the previous year, I was looking up his card from last year, and this is his prestige. This is from Extreme, by the way. It was 125, 122, 115, 109. So it's, <laughs> I think this year is definitely still better. But it's he's always been up there with his uh, attributes and being a solid card. And his fielding was in bad, 77, 69. What's the speed for the for the new one? Uh, it's like high 50s, I think. High 50s, okay. Sounds good. Speaking of extreme, I'm surprised. I think we mentioned this last po- podcast. Where is it? Don't know. I, know. I don't really know what they're waiting for. Because, uh, yeah, we, we've talked October. about it. it Extreme's fun. Everybody like you know, the extreme is definitely frustrating, yeah, for a lot of yeah. people. But it's 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 a fun like community thing where you know you try to figure out who's gonna finish first or or what's yeah. the hardest one. What what are your tips on this moment? It's a way for the community to kind of like talk to each other and 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 get you know some some funny clips from it's just content like memes come out. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's fun, man. It's a good time, and I. I love extreme because it's very self-aware. You know, it's not like when you get moments that are so ridiculously hard for no reason, like extreme knows exactly what it is. It's like, yeah, we, it, these are made to piss you off. It's yeah. not like, it's not like one of those moments where you have to get 10 total bases in a game, but the CPU doesn't throw you strikes. And you're like, dude, what the hell are we doing here? This is mm-hmm. meant to make you upset. So, I mean, it's, it's fun. I, I, I really want them to bring it back. I, I don't know when it's going to happen. Maybe, Maybe this month, but I feel like this month is going to be dominated by the uh, 
uh, postseason uh, post stuff, which we're about yeah. to get into. However, we don't have a monthly awards this month since that just ended. So maybe they're going to look for something to kind of fill the gap or fill the okay. void of, of a missing piece of content that we've been expecting for the past six months. Yeah. And speaking of monthly, I want to get, I want to say monthly into the end, um, like for all the content that we have to go over. So speaking of postseason, we should, we heard today that Rofo is going to reveal this podcast is probably just going to be out just before that. Um, but check it out on two thirty p.m. Eastern or 1130 uh, Pacific time on MLB's Twitch and YouTube. He's going to be revealing. Is he revealing all cards or just one? Uh, I don't know. It's just a wild card program. So we should see um, what that is. And it's good. That's coming out already. We, we didn't even hear anything until that, um, that they're doing it very quickly. I, that's why I was going to ask you because from last year, I feel like they waited until like the division series was over. Then we got the wild card and the division series together, but I guess that wasn't the case. Well, I think that another thing with last year though, is that um, oh, we had the different format. Well, I, I, we don't know exactly how this is going to work, but like I was thinking, so obviously we, we can talk a little bit about this postseason program and some of the cards we could possibly get. And I yeah. think a lot of us are probably expecting the Dodgers to get like a Chris Taylor card after the walk-off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that seems to be like the obvious pick. However, with Team Affinity 3, it's going to have some major implications for content down the line here, especially towards the last a uh, couple mm -hmm. months of this game with finest dropping and stuff. There's going to be a lot of overlap if, if there's going to be, you know, if they're going to give the guy who truly deserves a postseason card or truly deserves a finest, there's going to be a lot of overlap between those two programs. We're going to see some duplicates for sure, because, you know, like I said, Chris Taylor, most likely the card will get for the Dodgers after hitting the walk-off. Um, but he already has a 97 from team affinity three. And so uh, like this brings up a question are are we okay with multiple 99 or multiple high diamonds for the same player? Or, or do we want to spread the love? Because you could also make the case that the Dodgers could get uh, a, a diamond Joe Kelly or a diamond bruised or, you know, you look at the Red Sox, the Red Sox, I think will probably be like a diamond Verdugo for his performance. I don't think we have a, a diamond Verdugo yet this year. So, um, you know, there, some of these guys have, uh, are, are pretty clear on who they are, who the card should be, but other of them are like, would even though this guy may deserve it more, wouldn't it be nice if we have, you know, some guys who may not get a diamond at any other point this year, kind of get some love. So I'm curious what you think about that. Are you cool with guys getting multiple diamonds? I like your approach better um, because uh, just having different, like you never seen these cars have boost up. Like I think it was Chad Holmes that did good for the Yankees. that got the double play after Cole yeah. got in the wild card game. So, yeah. so something like him would be cool you know just give us a different variety of cards but sometimes it they they can't do that because it's just the writings on the walls i mean look at what happened with randy last year yeah yeah we, we had two postseason randy cards so and they had to do that they it, oh yeah it, so and speaking of randy, my god already <laughs> already doing again last night getting already all, popping off it's crazy and he's still considered a rookie but uh we'll get that in a little bit but yeah um, I'm with you. I'd rather have car, you know, just a diamond gradual card, like a reliever. We had the starter, what future star card last year. Now give yeah. me like a 90. I don't even care if it's like a 95, 96, even if it's like between 93 to 97 for him for a reliever card, like the Kendall Graveman card, kind of. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. Yeah, I'm about it. I, I want all of it. Yeah, so. Um, and speaking of postseason, we, we do have the program coming out, um, today. So after that'll be a wild card. And then once the, all the division, ga uh, series games, then eventually they'll tack on, but we do have a postseason event that, uh, came out with Ricky Henderson's milestone, 939 stone base card. We got the finest 19 card for Anthony Radon. And then we got signature series, uh, Burt Relevin, um, Card. So we got those three cards to play for if you guys haven't started that yet. I mean, you're going to have plenty of time because they're going to be doing this throughout the whole postseason. I'm not too sure how many wins you need for each. Um, I think, Ricky, you need. Here, I'll just look. I'm on the game right now. Let's see. Events. Uh, y11 is 15. Rendon is 20. Ricky is 28. Yeah, 28. I just saw on the screen here. So. 
Yeah, you have that to do. And they'll be going through each uh, wild card division series, championship series, world series. This is, I still like, uh, whenever I see like the postseason event, I still wish events had a specific 12 game winner. Yes. And not only that, they could switch it out. Like these four events right here, right? They're all shooting for the same goals, right? But if you switch up the 12, 12 uh, win one for the wild card division series, championship series, world series, I think more people will, will continue playing this event. But I could see some people just being done at the wild card or even the division series. Be like, all right, I got my cards. What what else am I going to really do? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's still missing that. I, I think they need to bring that back as we discussed before. But this is like screams it to me because you have four different events going for the same three three different cards and uh, i don't know yes you get the live series diamond player but you know what was that going for i think trout went under like 100k recently i think i i don't know what he is now but last time i looked he was hovering around 80 yeah so it's nothing like too special around i don't know yeah and it's like it's the same topic we've brought up like should they add back the stub voucher for br you know like Some people, some people say yes. Some people say, well, you know, you have more value now with the whole BR program. You can have that debate all day, but we don't have an events uh, uh, program thing like that. We have we have the win path where, you know, we get the actual rewards, but we've had that forever. We're talking about just adding a little bit more value to events, a little bit more competition because, yeah, they'll give you packs and stuff. And I think there's an event rewind pack in there, which is kind of cool, but I don't know. I'm talking more about like win streaks and, you know, let me let me celebrate doing something that's kind of tougher, you know, winning 12 straight games. I don't care. I don't care what difficulty you're playing on winning 12 straight games of MLB, the show and online play is a task in of itself. So, you know, let 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 people get, you know, cards out of it. It's not like they're really it's not like it's really that tough to make stubs this year. So what's what's throwing out a little bit more? Exactly. And I don't know how you guys play on legend, man. I really don't. I, I, I tried to do. <laughs> I tried to do the um the Battlefy tournament last week. Oh, did you? Yeah, and yeah, legends not for me, man. No, oh, yeah, I can't, I can't react. I'm too old, man. It is rough. I, my my time of being try try to be competitive like that competitive over. And and just adding on to that point, since we're talking about legend and talking about gameplay now, we had this patch that mm-hmm. just happened on, on Monday right? night, Tuesday night, something like that. Yeah. Um, so for, for people that weren't necessarily aware, there's, I don't know if I'd consider it an exploit or, or what, but basically there was a meta It is meta. Like you were able with pitchers who had pretty decent control. You're basically able to put the ball on the corner the entire time without ever having any sort of consequences. Even if you miss your spot, you can still hit the spot on the corner every single time. And the issue that people were having is that the PCI just didn't get to the corners of the strike zone, especially the lower corners. So people were able to throw low and in, low and away sinkers the entire time. And even if you were anticipating it, even if you had your PCI there, you physically were not able to, to lift the ball everything you hit would be a ground ball and this exploit this meta was made um more mainstream because our our friend of the show mcgunsky made a video on it um which for for just for clarity is the best thing he could have done yeah the game was a little rough there for a week but you're you know when a big creator makes a video showcasing one of the more you know tough things about the game that needs some attention you know yeah the game might suffer for a couple days and it might be kind of brutal to play but at the end of the day look how fast they got a patch out they saw that this was a big issue and they got a patch out so now the pci uh extends further out of the strike zone it extends past the corners slightly or at least they can get to the corners now and it goes a little bit past like the outside edges of the zone so you know on legend now, for me, it's a little bit tougher to pitch, which I guess is a good thing because you don't you don't want to use that exploitative meta or anything. Mm-hmm. But now it feels like it's just really tough to pitch because you can't even work on any of the corners because the PCI gets there no matter where it is. So it feels almost like 
that they 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 fixed the issue, but now another issue is kind of arising where how how am I supposed to get like use the corners of the strike zone now when the PCI will get to any of it? It's kind of this, this weird adjustment that ha- that at least I have to make, and I, I know other people do as well. Um, and then you add legend difficulty on top of that with with the fast pitch speeds and everything. It's just gameplay is in a wild state right now. <laughs> there, there's just yeah. so much going on, so much to talk about with gameplay, and so many uh, pieces of feedback that could be brought up. It's like, where do we even start with gameplay, especially higher level gameplay? Yeah, I once playing on Legend and now seeing what other people go through, it just makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, how people you could be so frustrated, especially if you do everything right in your in your capability on that highest difficulty, and just something goes around like off oh, PCI home run or something like that. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's rough. And yeah. and one hundred percent, the the battle fight tournaments should absolutely be played on Legend. I think if you're gonna have a big prize pool, oh, yeah. you got to play on the highest difficulty, and you got to have the 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 ultimate top level competition there. Um, not for me. <laughs> I I can't. I, I mean, not not for me playing wise. I want to watch yeah. it, but I I can't compete with those guys, especially after um, or the the previous grand finals with uh, who was it? Was it Darius? Was, was it or was he in the semifinals? I don't remember. Um, that was unbelievable to watch. These these dudes just getting to every single pitch. Mm-hmm. These dudes having just perfect timing on everything, hitting their spots every single time when they're pitching, and still having these high scoring games on a super unforgiving difficulty. I don't know how these players do it. And I yeah, play it on Legend. Appreciate more. <laughs> yeah, I I play on Legend my fair share because I have no problem making World Series. But then you know the next three weeks until the new rank season starts, it's like all right, here we go. Like you just kind of got to deal with it. I don't know how people actively play that. And it's like, oh, dude, you know what I want to do? I want to play another game of Legend Difficulty. Let's grind this leaderboard. Yeah, dude, two games, I'm out. Yeah, nope. Nope. After, after trying it last, last week, I was like, okay, this is not for me. It's fine. How, how did you That's feel about um, the tournament setup, though, and everything? Is this one any different than the last one? Uh, I like the roster restrictions. It was easy to get the game, but some people don't read the rules. Like the first opponent I had, didn't even have the lineup set up right. Yeah, that's that's. And why then I feel they like get it. frustrated in like the Discord chat. I feel for the admins, man. The admins, they, they it's a much better job than ESL. Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. And they got the right people to do it. They they understand the game. Um, but now with the age restriction now going to thirteen, you can see like them game like they're just getting beat. Because everyone has yeah. a question or they don't have a roster upset. They signed up that day or they just don't know what to do and, you know, going from there. But regardless, um, definitely feels like they have the better grasp of the game and how to run it than we had with BSL. So that's definitely a plus. And the Discord is, even though that you might see those, it's so much better to get all of your your uh, information there. They have a bot command that you have a question. Um, not even that, the community, like the people that play it each week help others out. It, it's much better. That's good. That's good. I still feel like next year they got to have like an in-game sort of way to do it. Where you I like, think eventually they're going to go there. Yeah. I think that we might have to wait until the, I don't know. Actually, no, because they had an older generation. I don't know. Yeah. They will have to figure out the cross-platform, um, how to do it and stuff like yeah. that. But I think that would be fun. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But they do the same roster restrictions since, like, as 19, so I love it. Um, yeah, the, that, the roster restrictions and all of that seem to be very solid this year. Yeah, and like you said, Legend, perfect. Everything else is where it needs to be, so... Slowly but surely, competitive MLB The Show is making strides. Yeah, and they actually announced... Um, a, Invitational, I think it was called Diamond Invitational, where they're going to take 16 uh, invites and put them into one ultimate tournament. I'm thinking it's going to be the top eight from the summer circuit and the top eight from fall. This one? Or, yeah. But if that it's would be same, really cool. If it's the same players, they might just in, in, like intertwine like, so who else is after the top eight and then put 16 together with the top 16 players go at it. I think it feels like it's going to be more a live event since it's going to be planned. Cause if you go through their page, it has like 
a layout of who the player is, what their shows, socials are, and stuff like that. So I'm I'm hoping this is going to be like a similar to like we see in other sports um, sports games like the MCS or like Hot um, 2K and stuff like that. Hopefully, I don't know. That's I, I I'm I'm excited to see what comes from that. Yeah, I, I, as far as MLB esports, the the more it grows, the better it is. Exactly. So we'll see where it goes. Um, we kind of went off tangent, but we we we're not done with content talk though. And I think I want to leave this to last because I think we both agree that this type of program was probably the best throughout the year, and they nailed it. Um. There might have been some programs where we thought were lack, um, not lacking, but just not as good as like previous months or we're just nitpicking at best. But I think we could say that the player month programs this year have been absolutely fantastic. And it ended on a nice one that we got with the September monthly awards. Yeah, 100 percent. They, like I said, even though there were some cards that, at least lightning cards that didn't seem to be as good as previous months, I think overall having that big piece of content to look forward to throughout the regular season every single month, honestly, every single week when you include Tops Now into it, um, it was good. And, you know, we had some really good lightning cards. We had some ones that were just okay or, or whatever. But as far as the value you got in the programs, even if you didn't want to do the program, you could still sell those Tops Now cards, especially the ones towards the last like month or two. You could sell those for a very, very nice chunk of change on the market. Like you were, I was seeing Tops Now cards for going for around 40K for a while. That's a great way to make stubs. Plus, as soon as the program comes out, you just buy them when people are getting them for free through the program, and then you save, you know, so many stubs on it. And, you know, it's just there. there's ways to approach it even if you don't like the player. You can still get value out of it. So really, really good job overall with the Player of the Month programs this year. I love the way they do it because I, I remember they used to do it in a much different way. You had to, like, buy every... It was like behind it, a paywall. Yeah, you had of. to like buy monthly award packs and you had to, you know, there was, there was one on like the ticket counter and stuff. Like there was this whole, you know, the way they used to do it was really rough. And then they they really cleaned that up um, in, uh, I don't know if it was 19 or 20, I don't remember, but they they did a really, really good job with the way it was structured. Yeah, because I remember that Josh Bell, no one got because I think we already had a first baseman that was kind of end game, but no one wanted to pay the stubs to get him. Yeah which was a lot, but uh, let's go over to September. So let's, should we go from lightning down or you want me to go left um, from the start? Just go, just go left to right. We'll finish out with uh, the big guy. Yeah. Even though he's not that big, but he is. Uh, He's, he's, he's big in some way. Yeah. Um, This is in no order of the program. This is just how I have it up on the show.com. Uh, we got 97 Austin Hayes, pretty decent, um, especially added on to uh, an Orioles team team. Even if you want to just try him out, if you like a swing, we got this name is going to be big soon, like for just in general in MLB, because now I don't think a lot of people know about him. And I'm talking about Camilo Duval, the reliever oh, for yeah. the Giants. But he has 125 H for nine on this slider, four seam and cutter. Does he have outlier? I wasn't sure if he had. Uh, he he should, but he doesn't. He okay. Or at least but he, he did it. He didn't when it was dropped. I don't know if they changed him at all. Like they They're changed Billy Wagner. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Healy for that. Um. So, but yeah, yeah, slider, fastball, cutter. So he'll he'll be fine with the bullpen. I haven't tried him out yet. I will eventually. Um, Albert. I'm going to botch this name. <laughs> Alzole. I think I think that's how you say it. Okay. Has two better pitches. Yeah, he's got a nice little pitch mix. One on one, H per nine, too. I mean, it's not the greatest, but it's there. So we have him. We got 98 Lourdes Grell Jr., which is, I I love hitting with his cards. And he always has those like reverse splits, even though it's weird. He has reverse splits between power, but his contact is more against lefties with the 125. Um, but if you power this up within, say, three or four, it's not it's not a bad-looking card. 
Um, oh, not at all. And he's got a bunch of secondaries. Exactly. Second, third, short, right field, and then he plays left. Um, so that card was nice. This card, I, I, man, I was so happy we get actual Bueno Suarez contact card with yeah, power. dude. <laughs> like, you know, Suarez is always that BR goon. You pick yeah. him up as like a silver or, or I think he used to be a bronze, whatever it is. Now we have a Suarez that competes in ranked two. I'm never going to be able to get away from him. I, uh, I'm so excited um, that we had that card. It was like the Marcania for me um, type of reveal. Once I saw the Suarez, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go. Um, we got another Reds with Lucas Sims. Um, Lucas Sims lost his sinker. He used to have yes. a sinker last year. I loved using his card last year. Not so much this year. Haven't I mean, I haven't used his player month card, but I'm just saying offhand, I kind of shy away from Lucas Sims now. Does his delivery on his live series card, is it kind of funky the way he holds the ball? Or is I haven't it... used him. I really shied away from him because he didn't have the sinker anymore. Yeah, because I, I don't think I, I'm the same way. I don't think I used him in BR since he doesn't have the pitches that he used to have. But when I was grinding out uh, some of this stuff for the monthly, uh, the I was using him to get the strikeouts for the mission. And I was as I was throwing the ball, I was like, he's got a weird kind of delivery. He holds the ball kind of like behind his his neck in a way it's weird it's like a, it's like a weird way he throws the ball to home plate so even I though he doesn't have meta now. pitches <laughs> he may he may actually have some sort of value with just being funky enough to fool people was is this like the oliver drake experience from about was that two years ago uh, i don't remember oliver drake had a, like a funky delivery but then um, they used the same delivery for that uh, reliever from uh, the Indians, James. I can't. Kirchhoff, oh, Karen check. Check. And then everyone was seeing them so much. Yeah. So they picked it up. Huh. Um, but yeah. Uh, we got uh, starter Ranger Suarez. Another Suarez card. Sinker. Sinker slider uh, as a lefty. Yeah. And then I, I was really happy to see this card too. I know the power is only 75 against lefties, but Ian Hat, my boy. 97 they like boosted up two br gods card for me like the Suarez, who is now a bronze for his live series same with ian happ is a bronze but now we get like the boosted up uh cards of them and then i think this is the best ian happ card we ever had yeah in terms of of everything yeah i think because so too. he had diamond cards before i think he had a postseason card or something like that before i forgot which type of card he did have another diamond card from previous years, but it, w it didn't live up to this, um, especially with the 125 power against righties. So definitely, if you like his swing enough, you could use him off the bench. 100%. And am I done there? Nope. Yeah, I'm done there. And then the ultimate, I was so happy with this because it could have went multiple different ways. It could have went with Soto. It could have went with Goldschmidt. But we got 99 Totter O'Neill. My God, this card is just on paper. This card is better. It, I think has better attributes than MVP Trout, right? Oh, uh, right he well, he's definitely got the speed on him. Um, I think I, I don't remember what Trout's defense was on the MVP card, but I think I'm Tyler O'Neill's is like a ninety-four, right? I am doing side by side right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do this while we while we're here. Um, so I'm going to read up Trout's. Start start with the uh, the fielding and reaction and all that stuff, and then we'll get in the hitting. Okay, ninety four fielding for Trout, which is the same for Tyrone Neal. Okay, reaction eight. I mean, no, arm is eighty nine. The thing is, I feel like Tyrone Neal's arm they they freaking nerfed. Dude, yeah. his arm is one of the best. That could easily, oh, but we'll not get there. Um, <laughs> eighty nine arm for MVP Trout, eighty two arm for for Tyrone Neal. 90 accuracy, 90 accuracy, 93 f reaction for Trout, 95 for Tyler O'Neill. So they're very, very comparable in the fielding aspect. Yes. Um, for like speed, I said, O'Neill Neil has O'Neill has a speed on Trout. He's got 99 speed. Yeah. Um, although the steal for Trout is 66, but still 99 speed. It's 99 speed. Um, now let's go to content. We'll go left to right for hitting. So. 116 contact against righties for Trout, 106 for 
Tyler O'Neill. Remember, this is all base version. We're not going to do Power Oil or um, uh, Prestige. And then for contact against lefties, 97 for Trout, 125 against uh, for Tyler O'Neill. Power, 125 against uh, 125 power against righties, 115 against righties. And then for lefties, 112. And then Tyler O'Neill has that 125. What was the um, contact against righties again for Trout? 116. And O'Neill's was 106. 106. Okay. And then um, discipline, of course, Trout has 125 and 53. The clutch, one, uh, 108 for Trout, 109 for Tyrell O'Neill. Bunce, bunce, same thing. So durability very, doesn't so really matter. Honestly, very comparable cards when you take just overalls into account. Yeah, I think, I mean, if I was saying on paper, I'd probably go O'Neal because of the fact that all you got to do is get him to parallel one and he'll have diamond fielding anywhere in the outfield. And two, um, the, the 99 speed anywhere in the outfield is going to be amazing. Yeah. Even though trout speed isn't bad by any means, 99 speed is, you can't beat that. So uh, on paper, yeah, I would say O'Neal, but there is always something to be said about Mike Trout's swing. I mean, he's hey, just got yeah, no. I, I'm um, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, and also, um, well, I don't think the do the MVP Trout have any quirks on him. I do not have that up right now. Yeah, I, just... I don't. I don't. I don't remember if they did or not. But you know, if we're talking about even if we want to bring it over to live series Trout from this year, who we've made the case argues or. or <laughs> you know, rivals MVP trout from last year. Um, the quirks are a huge part of that card too. So that's the thing with trout. It's the swing. It's the quirks. It's the reliability. I don't know. There, there's a lot about trout that I would still say I'm taking him over O'Neill, even if O'Neill does on paper look like a slightly better version. Yep. So you have any uh, first opinions on O'Neill? Uh, I've used him, uh, for three, four games. He's been all right. He's getting walked a lot. He's not really getting a chance to hit very much. Mm -hmm. And when I used him the first time, uh, it was, uh, it was kind of like what I was talking about earlier with the patch. I was getting a lot of pitches low in the zone that I'm normally really good at hitting. Like, I mean, like not, not under the zone, but like, like the low part of the strike zone. But since they extended the PCI and the range of it, um, I found myself popping up on the infield more than I would if I was just playing pre-patch where I probably would have hit those balls pretty well in the outfield. So I've definitely missed some good pitches to hit with O'Neal, but mm -hmm. he's gotten walked a lot. Um, one, one question I have, though, kind of bringing it back to what we started the podcast with, talking about Hank Aaron. You had to choose between these two guys. Who are you starting in left field? Hank or O'Neal? I like O'Neal's swing better. I like O'Neal. I'm I'm doing, <laughs> I'm not doing good with Hank, man. I, I it's crazy. Is so good. It's I, I always loved him for the past couple of years. So I just it's wild that we're starting a guy who had a good month over guys in the <laughs> 700 home run club. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, sometimes it, it, it comes it out. Goes. That. Yeah, but th then again, there might be someone listening. You guys are crazy. I'd rather Hank. So yeah, so that's the beauty of it. But yeah, that ends out. That's a good way, and that program was a good way to end out the year. Yeah, um, for sure. And okay, one one last thing before we start wrapping this up here. Yeah. Um, I talked about this on stream and in my video. If you had to do your power rankings for all six lightning cards that came out for twenty one in with with the idea of obviously, if you were to rank them now, it would probably be like O'Neal one, like you know whatever. I'm talking about. When these cards came out, what the meta no, no. was, yeah. how they fit into the game. What would, what do you think your power ranking of the lightning cards would be? I got to just make sure I have every six of them. I know that just make sure I have everyone there. Um, okay. Personally, Swarber one. Okay. And then Buxton two, because Buxton was in my lineup for a while. Um, I can't, I see, I can't include Tyrone Neal since I haven't used him yet. Okay. Okay. But but I'll put him at three. Robbie Ray is the last one for me because I, I have no use for Robbie. Um, and then Simeon, and then Votto. Because Votto okay. just didn't do it do it do as well as I expected. 
Um, and at that time, there was other first basements I could use. Yeah. Um, the Swarver was number one because having him at catcher, that was just as huge as it was. And then I thought Buxton just having a, a crazy, like a balanced center fielder and his defense was huge. Um, I wasn't as big on Simeon, but Simeon did produce numbers. So that's why I'll put him at three. Um, Votto. I, it's like Votto O'Neill right now because I haven't used O'Neill. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to put him in there. Yeah. I I think for me, for, for, for going last to first, last would be Robbie Ray. Um, before him, or number five would be Votto. Uh, four would probably be Semyon. Three, O'Neal. Two, uh, Buxton. Because you're, you're right, that that having a guy like Buxton at that point in the year with good hitting stats, diamond fielding, that speed, I mean, you, you can't, there's not a lot of cards that competed with Buxton and his repertoire at that point in the year. So he would be number two for me. And then uh, Schwarber, he's still my starting catcher. So can't, oh, yeah. can't not take Schwarber there. <laughs> We're so good, man. It's just... It's funny if we didn't get a Swarber card there, we probably, probably would we probably would have got one for the wild card program. Yeah, the home run he hit, and then he would have first base eligible too. Yep, his live series should start having first base eligible. Yeah, hopefully. So, I don't know. Oh, we'll see. But yeah, uh, we have a lot of postseason stuff that we're going to be talking about. I want that. Let's just let's just do it quick. Who do you have going for winning today? Winning today. Um, I'm going to have the White Sox evening up the series. I'm with you on that one. Okay, I'm going to have, um, I think I still got the Rays going up 2-0 on the Red Sox. Um, I said this before with the wild card game. I don't think, it didn't matter who won the Yankees or Red Sox game. I don't think either of those teams were getting past Tampa. Um, so I think the Rays go up 2-0. Dodgers Giants. I think the Giants will take game one, um, but I still think the Dodgers will win that series. And uh, then it's what? Oh, um, I'm taking Brewers over the Braves. I this might be a hot take. I genuinely think the Brewers might sweep the Braves. Their pitching is so good. Their pitching is so good at the top. And I know they don't have Devin Williams, but I, I just I don't know if the offense of of uh atlanta even though it is a good offense i don't know if it's going to match the pitching of of uh milwaukee yeah so um yeah i'm pretty i i think astros take two uh i don't know this is something with the astros team that's just with the race i kind of want to see astro race match up again Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm kind of kind of lean that way raise yeah raise i think it's it's gonna be a raise world in the world series like this might be their year um, especially with how in debt their lineup is now. Like they've never had this good of a lineup. In, yeah, they always done it with groups. their pitching and they just did it with raised baseball, I guess you want to call it. So um I got that. Uh was it the uh, Dodgers and who who are they facing again? Uh oh. Giants. Giants? Oh, I'm going with Giants. I just um I'm going Giants today. But I think that I think that series goes to five, or at least I hope it goes yeah. to five. Yeah. Um, and then I'm with you, Brewers. I mean, although the Braves have did hit well against Corbin uh, Burns and uh, Woodworth, I believe, but that was like earlier this season. But still, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, I, 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 I know. The, the Braves have the 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 absolute opportunity to get after him for sure. I just yeah. for me, I believe in the Brewers pitching staff more than I believe in the Braves offense right now. No, I'm with you. I'm with it, and then we'll we'll see what we get. We're finally we're we're close of getting a 99 Corbin Burns eventually, and I think I don't I don't think we're ready for that because that card is going to be, it's going to be I think it'll be, be the best pitcher card in the game. It very well could be if we're if the player of the month earlier in the year was any indication, we're we're in for it. Yep. So we'll see how it goes next week. But yeah, this this is uh this is a lot we covered today. <laughs> yeah, we had we had some some you know off topic stuff. Up. We had some we had some stuff to catch up on. We had a lot, so it's natural. It was a little bit longer. Yeah. So next week we'll we'll be talking about more of the postseason program. I kind of want speaking of rankings. I like doing the rankings. Maybe we'll start doing. You know how a lot of creators. I'm not sure if you've done them yet. Um, 
start doing like we i see the scan uh scan do a lot then like here yeah maybe maybe we'll start one position yeah maybe it'll be also would be good like off-season content too for the podcast yeah so we'll we'll figure something out as we keep on going but uh yeah that's going to do for today so i appreciate you guys listening today um We'll catch you guys next week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. It's Inside the Show PC. Once again, Inside the Show PC. Uh, we're also on YouTube, Inside the Show. YouTube.com slash Inside the Show. Follow my boy Kooks at Kooks46. I'm at Scuffing TV. You guys have fun grinding the wildcard program or whatever you're doing. Try to get either Lou, Billy, or still working on the seventh inning program. You guys have fun grinding this weekend. Enjoy all the playoff games because we damn well. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time on Inside the Show.